Hey guys, I'm Anali. And I'm Hannah. And welcome to the Through Faith Podcast. Where we share insight on how to keep your faith in God strong through dating, school, and just life in general. We are so thankful that you're joining us on our podcast episode today. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Through Faith Podcast for updates on when we release a new episode and for more content. Hey guys, I'm Hannah and I'm a co-host of Through Faith. And I'm Anali, the other co-host. And welcome to season three, episode two of our podcast. And we are so thankful that you're here and that you decided to listen to this episode and join us today. And if this is your first time, um, I'll let Manali give you a rundown of who we are. Yeah, so we are uh, through faith. Um, Hannah and I have been friends for... Um, almost 10 years it's like a little over 10 years <laughs> yeah now and so um about a year ago we decided that uh through um God working in our lives and giving us a lot of knowledge and wisdom and uh trials that we face and things that we've learned from it we wanted to transfer that into a podcast and share that with those who um need a little advice along the way and uh be able to reflect on things that we've learned in the past as well and so, yeah, we have, um, this is our third season. We have two seasons before this. Our second one focuses more on relationships. And um, our first one is about half relationships and half just like normal trials of a Christian that um, most of us face, if not all of us, are facing now. And yeah, that's basically it. Yeah, and that's where we are now. And today we're going to be talking about um, finding your purpose and finding your identity in Christ, which I know it sounds so cliche. There's a lot of people that do episodes and podcasts on this, um, but we have um, a lot of things that we want to share, a lot of things that we've um, both even been learning here recently that we want to share and so we're just um, we're really excited for this episode because we were talking earlier like it feels a, like it's been a long time since we've recorded an episode just us two and you know we, we still have guests that we want to get on here and all that is coming um, but yeah so that's what we're going to be talking about today and then before we get into like anything, I just wanted to bring up, like I know, I feel like we bring this up in every kind of episode about how thankful we are just for like, you know, people who listen and people who take the time out of their day to just, you know, listen to what, you know, God is speaking to or through us, um, to you guys. And it's really like, it's just, it's, you know, I, we're really, really thankful for it and more than you guys even know. Um, I was having a really tough time like last or not yeah like two Sundays ago I think now um and you know me and my mom after church we had gone to get something to eat and we had a lady that came up to us and we hadn't seen her in a really long time and she just started telling me all about like the podcast and like how thankful she was that we were doing it and um because I was kind of struggling I was like you know we go through areas in mine and Manali's life where we kind of question like is this what we're supposed to be doing? Like, does anybody even really listen? Like, is this even worth it? You know, like, you know, kind of the devil kind of tries to get in our thoughts like that sometimes and makes us question it. But this lady really just like, it means so much to us that, you know, people take the time to reach out and, um, you know, just encourage us through the podcast. So I don't know, that just made me made us feel really good that she had said that. But yeah, I just wanted to say thank you to you guys again. Um, <laughs> Anyways, not to waste your time or anything, but 
we're gonna go ahead and get started in the question of the week and we decided that whenever we have a guest or something our guest is actually gonna pick our question of the week and they're gonna participate with us but if it's just me and Manali, me and Manali will switch between who wants to um like who's gonna say the question of the week so I have one for us this time and I think Manali's gonna find it really funny but what I came up with was, what is the most embarrassing thing that you have done to try to get a guy to like you or vice versa? Oh, gosh. <laughs> so it's like, if you've never done anything, like, embarrassing to get a guy to like you, then, like, I know there's been times where a guy has tried to do something embarrassing to get you to like him. So either one of those, I guess you could say. But Oh, gosh. I'll give you, I'll give you some time to think about it. <laughs> but... Um, because I was thinking about this the other day and I was just kind of laughing at myself. Like, you know, we can be so silly sometimes, <laughs> but this was whenever I was a, I think like a freshman in college and, um, I had never even met this guy before. And, you know, we had just started like Snapchatting, whatever, like, you know, how you do when you first kind of like meet somebody yeah. and he, um, cause like we never, like we had just started talking and I remember <laughs> he was a really big Riley Green fan. And so we were sitting there. Do you know who I'm talking about? No. no you're going to. Just wait. Um, he was a really big Riley Green fan. And so um, I remember us Snapchatting. And he was. we were talking about country music. Because I, I am a fan of country music. And he was like, how do you feel about Riley Green? And I was like, oh, yeah. Like, I, I like Riley Green. Like, you know, he's he's a good artist, you know. And he was like oh my gosh, I love Riley Green. Like, he is, like, my favorite artist ever. Like, love him so much. And I was just kind of like, oh my gosh, like, yeah, me too. Like, I love him so much. And, like, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? I was like, oh my gosh, I love him so much. But I I mean, yeah, Riley Green is great and all, but I do not like him that much. I know, like, the Grandpa's Never Died song, and I know, um, what's the song about tractors? I don't know. <laughs> I don't think that's Riley um, Green. No, yeah, I I do, I do not just, like, love him so much, you know. But um, whenever I told him that, he, I remember asking, he was like, um, he was like, tell me you have, like, a whole playlist for him, too. Like, no way you have one of those. No. And I was like, yes, like, I have a whole playlist dedicated to him. I was like, I love Riley Green so much. Like, I have a whole playlist just for him. And he was like, no way, that's so awesome. He was like, send me the link to it. And I was like, um, oh crap. I was like, I do not have a playlist for, I literally went on Spotify and I made a whole playlist of just Riley Green. I know it's so embarrassing of just like Riley Green songs. And so I made it super quickly and I like sent it to him and it was like Riley Green with like hearts. <laughs> um... And so, yeah, like, that's that's the most embarrassing thing I've done because that was, like, a, that was a low point for me. I was really reaching, but, I don't know, so... <laughs> Manali's in, like, tears over here <laughs> because that's... Oh, my gosh. It's just, yeah, um, very embarrassing for me. And you'll say that did not last long, like, at all. Like, you know, did not work out for us. <laughs> um, but yeah, I always wonder why you had a 
uh, Riley Green playlist. Yeah, I still have it. Sometimes I do listen to it. <laughs> Every now and then. I was again. like, I don't remember you being a Riley Green fan. No, I'm like, okay. no, I'm not. I'm not, and honestly, never have been. But to try to spark interest between me and this guy, I tried to, you know, and let this be a lesson to you girls and guys out there. You know, if just find a different interest that you both like. Don't just try to like what they like, you know. Cause, and, you know, no hate to Riley Green. He's great. I do like his songs. But, you know, I'm not obsessed with him. But this was Riley Green's biggest fan. But <laughs> not me. <laughs> um, yeah. But that was mine. Okay. So, my most embarrassing date would probably be the time that I worked at the Y. Um, it was in, I think, October of 2020. Um, I was fresh, more so freshly single, and, um, I had a very hard time telling people no, not just guys, but just, like, people in general. I never wanted to hurt anybody's feelings, even if I wasn't interested or didn't really care for somebody. Um, so this guy asked me to go get Starbucks with him, and for a little backstory, um, he always made an effort to let me know that he was a Christian, and, um... (laughs) What people do not realize is it is a red flag if you have to um, add that you are reading a Bible, you're reading your Bible every waking moment of the day um, <laughs> for every conversation topic. Yes, like you do not have to add that in. It's okay. Like your fruits will show that you're a Christian without you having to tell me that you're reading your Bible every day. Well, so um, that happened. Uh, he, every time that I was working, he would always come up there and either work out or. Um, he would be working at the same time and he would come up there and ask me what I was reading in my Bible that day. And I'd tell him like, oh yeah, it's like John, reading John three or something. He'd be like, oh, what was about? And I (laughs) didn't know because half the time I did not retain what I actually read in the Bible because reading the Bible is hard sometimes. And so I'd tell him, oh, I got to reread it when I get home (laughs) because I didn't really understand it. He'd be like, oh, Manali, it's okay. Let me explain it to you. And then, so I, he pulled up on the computer. It's like the Christian version of mansplaining. Yes, basically <laughs> mansplained the Bible to me. And ended up just rereading, like, the entire John 3 back to me. Did not explain any of it. Just reread it back to me. And so, um, yeah, he asked me out to go to Starbucks. And I told him not to. did tell me no multiple <laughs> times. She And she was like, I have, like, keep me on speed dial in case something goes bad because this guy did not have good vibes at all. I just could not tell him no. And um, so the date itself, I don't even want to call it a date, the meetup itself <laughs> was very awkward. Um, we could not hold a conversation for longer than three minutes. And every time that I try and leave, he'd be like, oh, no, let's go do this. Let's go do that. Well, finally, I started shivering really bad because we were sitting outside. It was during COVID uh, restrictions. So we had to sit outside and I started shivering. He was like, oh, like, do you want my hoodie? I was like, no, keep your hoodie. <laughs> he was like, no, keep it. <laughs> um, well, you know, like we can go sit inside Corner Market or whatever, which is a grocery store. Wait, what? Yeah, did I ever tell you that? No, who goes and sits in Corner Market? <laughs> we did. No, you didn't. Yes, you because... never told me that. Yes, we what? went and sat inside Corner Market, and he was like, so, you know, like, what are you looking for in dating? And I was like, oh, yeah, um, dating is off the <laughs> off the plate for right now. I'm, I'm not interested in dating anybody anytime soon. And he was like, oh, okay, well, let me tell you what I'm interested in. And gives me this whole list of, like, things that uh, he was looking for in a future wife and everything. I was like, oh, okay, well, I think it's time for me to go. <laughs> and he was like, oh, yeah, 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 um, I got to go home and read my Bible. And I was like, okay, <laughs> great. 
great. I'm so proud of you. So we're walking out of Corner Market and he, Corner um, Market. I'm sorry, I can't get over that. That's so funny. It's very embarrassing. You should have said, I "Look, said, I don't no. need to go grocery shopping. There's nothing I need from here. I need to go." I should have just <laughs> left from Starbucks. Just not gone to Corner Market and left them there. Yeah. Anyways, that would have been mean. <laughs> that don't do that. Don't do that. But um, <laughs> so that happened. And whenever we were walking out, he also tried to grab my hand, to which I responded with crossing my arms so he could not touch me, <laughs> and then gave me a hug where I did not hug him back, and it was very awkward. And um, after that, he kept trying to escort me out to my car anytime I closed the Y. And so I had to have um, the floor managers escort me out there so that he did not try and follow me home. And that is my story. There you go. My most embarrassing. <laughs> I feel like there's also, I'm not trying to expose you, but this was when we were in like high school. So it's funny now, but like when you went through like your country boy phase and oh. you, Manali used to, like, she would have big green tractor on replay in her car. Literally the only reason that I love country music as much as I do now is because I used to like this guy way back, like, four or five years ago that was really into country and was, like, a country guy. And, um, he would always listen to country music and I wanted to sing and, like, be his girlfriend or try to be his girlfriend or whatever and like be interested in what he was interested in so I created a country playlist and now it has like 29 hours worth of why didn't we all create playlists for a guy oh my gosh let this be a lesson to girls don't ever make a playlist for a guy to try to like you she also used to wear like um I have a video of you like going and running up to a tractor and you're in like this little blue denim dress (laughs) she was dressing country too no I'm just kidding but that's um yeah, that was just something funny. I, um, because I was trying to think of something, like, a guy has done to me to try to get, like, me to like him, but, um, I feel like there could be a few of those, <laughs> but one that I, like, remember was, I'm not even gonna, like, say a backstory to it, because it doesn't matter, but, um, you know, once guys find out that you're kind of, like, a woman of God, and, like, you don't really, you don't do certain things, you don't act a certain way, like, all of a sudden, they'll be like, oh, yeah, me too, like, same, like, we, you know, that, that's, that, like, me too, like, I don't drink, I don't vape, I don't, like, do any of that, and it's just kind of like, oh, okay, like, I saw a video of you, like, not long <laughs> ago, you were, like, passed out on the stairs, you know, and, like, what, like, you know, we all have, like, a past, we all have, like, mistakes and stuff, but it was just funny because this guy was, like, trying to tell me that, like, he had changed, and <laughs> that was just a phase for him, and maybe it was, but I was, like, that was, like, last week, so maybe let's, like, refrain <laughs> from not that. a phase. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, so just kind of a disclaimer, we do not say these stories, like, sit here and, like, bash these guys or, like, sound cocky or conceited, like, you just heard what, like, stuff we've done to try to get guys to like us, like, you know, there's just to be funny, but no hate against, like, these guys or anybody like this, just kind of, like, something funny we thought, (laughs) and, um, because there can be times of desperation when we go looking for love when we're not supposed to. You will not have to try that hard as far as a Riley Green playlist to get a guy to like you, I promise. (laughs) That's true. Yep. Okay, so we are just going to go ahead and get started in the episode. So like I mentioned earlier, we are talking about finding your identity in Christ and finding your purpose because we all know that um, everybody's like, make sure you find, figure out what your purpose is, find out your purpose in life, figure out what God wants you to do with your life. And like, yes, that's all true, but no one really tells you like, well, how do you do that? Like, when is that going to come? Like, 
you know, well, what am I, what kind of steps am I supposed to take? You know, and even though, you know, God has his own plan for you and it comes in his own timing, there are ways that you can really kind of like dig deep and figure out what it is that you want um, and like kind of how to get there. So I guess sort of like a, um, a backstory for like Manali and I, or I don't know, for me personally, whenever I was in high school, I struggled a lot with figuring out like what I wanted to do as far as my career and in college and what I wanted to do. I mean, you can ask me that, like I struggled and I struggled <laughs> bad. Um, and it's just kind of funny because um, I think it was junior year. I really had like this kind of idea in the back of my head and, you know, deep in my heart, like I, I kind of wanted to be a teacher. You know, I love to like teach younger kids. I love to help out with vacation Bible school. I loved to just kind of have that like teaching role. But whenever I saw how much money they made, I immediately like kind of shot it down. Like just because I saw the salary and I was like, no, like I, that's not enough. Like I can't sustain a life off of that. Like I can't do that. Um, and then I went to Manali and I told her, I was like, don't want to do teaching anymore. What about um, business? And she was so supportive of all my changes. She's like, yes, like a businesswoman. I could see you as that. Or what was another one that I chose? Um, dental hygiene. Dental hygiene. Yeah, I went, through, I went through a phase where I was so set, like I was going to be a dental hygienist because I was like, I want to wear scrubs, but I don't want to be a nurse. I did not want to do anything in the medical field. And then I was like, ooh, like what if I was a dental hygienist? And Manali's like... Well, yeah, I, I could see you as that, but, like, do you, do you want to clean teeth? Um, do you just seem like you get kind of grossed out at that? I was like, no, it's fine. Like, I think I could do it. <laughs> I definitely could not. Props to the dental hygienist because I, I couldn't. Um, but anyways, I went through so many, like, different changes, and I even went into college wanting to be, like, um, a business major in entrepreneurship, and um, by the end of that first semester in college, I realized, I was like, this is so boring, and I don't like it. And you know what? I ended right back where I started. And when God planted that desire on my heart junior year that I wanted to be a teacher. Like, and I loved English. I loved to read and I loved to write. And that took some people saying encouraging words to me. Like, Hannah, like, you, like, have a gift of writing. Like, you know, you can do it, like, more naturally than others, you know. And, like, that's not to sit here and, like, oh, brag, like, I'm a great writer. But it was like, I didn't think I was until people would, like, kind of point it out. And so it took encouragement from others, like, kind of helping me out a little bit. And I was like, maybe I do want to be a teacher. Maybe I could be an English teacher. I could actually teach kids how to write, you know, and, and do stuff like that. So it does come, but it does come with God's own timing. I mean, that was what, two and a half years of me kind of struggling to figure out what I wanted to do. And guess what? I ended up, um, right back where I started, which was, um, being a teacher. That was my first desire. And that's where I'm at now, because I think if you kind of listen to the back of your head a little bit, you know, your gut feeling like, well, this is what I want to do, but all of the circumstances seem like it's not going to fit. Um, God's going to provide, you know, you always hear where God guides, God provides. And that's so true. And you just have to trust in that. But you know that if you figure out your purpose and that's what you're supposed to do, then God's going to provide and it's going to be okay. Um, I don't know if you want to talk about like your, like finding your purpose or if you have a story to that or if. Okay. So for finding my purpose, um, I've known for a really long time that I wanted to do uh, kinesiology and eventually pursue a um, doctor's degree in physical therapy but um, like I remember freshman year we had to do um, it was some kind of futuristic uh, essay where we talked about like where we wanted to be in five years and I said 
I want to be playing soccer at the University of Alabama, pursuing a, a degree in physical therapy. And it's just funny now that I, like, I'm actually, like, not at the University of Alabama, but I am, <laughs> like, working it. towards a physical yeah. therapy degree. But um, I know that it wasn't always that plain and simple because um, my junior and senior year, I started, um, I was dating this guy that uh, kind of changed my goals and made, wanted or encouraged me to sell myself short of what I really wanted. And so um, I ended up applying to a community college and I, I was trying to get into a two-year program to get physical therapy assistant instead of going the full thing, even though in my heart I knew I wanted to do the full thing. Um, mm -hmm. And so I ended up applying for the PTA program, which there's nothing wrong with the PTA program. It's a great program uh, there's nothing wrong with it it's just not what I wanted to do and I knew that's not what God wanted me to do either I was just selling myself short because of a guy mm -hmm. and um so anyways I had applied for the program I didn't get in and it was really discouraging but I was like you know it's fine like they just didn't end up taking any high schoolers that year and little did I know that was gonna be the biggest blessing ever because um after me and this guy had broken up, I ended up applying for US, to USM and getting into the kinesiology program, and that's what I'm doing now, and hopes to pursue a doctor's degree in physical therapy. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, and you know, God is still writing our stories, and there's going to be lots of twists and turns, and there are definitely times where we get super discouraged. Like, I went through a season when I first started college here where I was really discouraged and really was like... I let the devil get in my head saying like, mm, you're probably not cut out for this. Mm, your grades are kind of lacking. Um, you're maybe not going to be as good of a teacher as you thought you would be, you know, and like definitely you struggle with those thoughts for sure. But, you know, it does help to have like Manali here with me and we can still encourage each other like, you know what, it's just one bad grade. It's just, you know, it's okay. Like we're, this is what our purpose is and this is what we're supposed to do not that our purpose is in college or in this career but God's um, gonna fulfill that mission and purpose in you through this career through this mm -hmm. job and whatever it is that um, you're supposed to do in life you know we all have a role to fill and we all have a mission to pursue um, yeah. but that kind of leads us to the first point we have here which is figuring out where your identity comes from so of course like we said like your identity has to be found in Christ but sometimes we don't realize that maybe our identity actually isn't coming from Christ. Is our identity coming from school? Are we getting so wrapped up in school and schoolwork that um, we miss the whole point of our mission and our identity? Or is it coming from a person? Is it coming from your parents? Is it coming? I mean, there's so many different things. Or like even church. Like there are so many different things that our identity can be rooted in but we try to justify it by saying like no like this is my identity comes from the Lord but are you practicing that does it really you know um and so I guess figuring out where it comes from has to be where you begin because like even I've had to learn this lately and you know Manali has had to learn it too like we both have to realize like in, until you have maybe like something that you really really cared about like taken away and you're just like super devastated over it and you're like maybe that was where my identity was found and I didn't realize it and this is God bringing me back to him and saying hey 
I created you for a purpose. You have your own unique identity outside of a person, outside of school, outside of church, outside of a relationship or whatever it might be. You have to figure out where your identity comes from and it has to come through Christ alone. It doesn't have to come through other people. It doesn't have to come through the comfort of school or church or a relationship or something else. Like it comes from Christ and Christ alone. And yeah. Yeah. And I think we can expand too on like why it needs to come from Christ and not these worldly things. Like I know, um, I think we can probably both attest to this that, um, like my senior junior year of high school. So I played soccer for 14 years. I think we've talked about this mm-hmm. way back in another podcast episode, but um so I played soccer for 14 years. My junior year of high school I tore my ACL and meniscus, so I was out for almost an entire year. Um and during that time I had talk- soccer taken away from me and that had become my entire world and that's where my identity rested in. And so whenever I was out with my surgery, I was completely lost and really did not know what to do with myself for the longest time because soccer had consumed my entire life and consumed my identity and um placing your things in or placing your identity in things such as like sports you're gonna at the end of the day be failed in like if you don't do good in a game you're gonna think very badly of yourself and if you don't do good on tests you're gonna think very badly of yourself or that you failed and like all this other stuff well, by um, placing your identity in Christ, you know that like there's nothing you can do that's going to fail God mm-hmm. because his grace and mercy renews that or fulfills your mistakes and meets you halfway or meets you all the way. And um, yeah, so that's why your identity needs to come from Christ and not mm-hmm. from these worldly things because at the end of the day, end of the day that's where the world's going to fail you mm-hmm. and God can carry you through those failures or mistakes or whatever else. And he's going to assure you why he chose you to do what you're supposed to do. Yeah. And, um, and you brought up a good point talking about like soccer and everything like that. That just kind of reminded me of like COVID and COVID year. Yes. And if you really think about it, think about how many people had an identity crisis mm-hmm. once um, COVID took, I mean, I know for us, like everything, from senior year was taken away like prom and sports and like I had dance competitions and all the things and graduation I mean all these things you look forward to and we we you know promise up and down that our identity isn't found in those but all of that was taken away and we were all like whoa like you know I think a lot of people experienced like depression really bad during Mm -hmm. COVID and you know and you realize like your identity it, it it might have been found in those, you know, and of course you're going to be hurt and upset, but I mean, like, there was a lot of people that really struggled, and, you know, I think looking looking back now, I'm like, prom didn't matter, you know, yeah. who cares if I didn't get to walk at graduation, like, yeah, it's sad that I didn't, but I was like, you know, like, whatever, those are worldly, temporary things, and, you know, God brought us back to him, and that's, you know, that that's just going to be where your identity is found. Everything around you is temporary. It's going to change. Our circumstances always, always change. But the one constant thing is God. And mm-hmm. we have to remember that. And we have to put our identity in that. And yeah. Yeah. Um, and one last thing to add from that. Um, putting your identity in something like sports or a person or whatever. Whenever, if your identity is found in that, whenever 
that person or whenever that sport or school or whatever, whenever it walks away, a piece of your identity is going to walk away with them and you're going to struggle really, really hard. So you can't be halfway my identity is in Christ, halfway my identity is in this person or in the sport or whatever. You have to be all in with God. You cannot be half and half. It's got to be 100% God. Like, you know, and you can always encourage each other in that, but it has to be in God and God alone or else you're going to go with them and it's going to hurt really, really bad. Yeah. And I will say too that this is something we, I think we both struggle with in the past that mm-hmm. um, with putting your identity in these sports or person or grades or whatever, you're going to mold to whatever standard that that person or sport or school <laughs> grade. You can just like worldly things. <laughs> worldly things. There we go. Let's generalize that. Yeah. Um, your identity is going to mold to the worldly things that they, that, that standard holds for you. So like if this person wants you to be a certain way, eventually your identity is going to change from Manali, who I'm supposed to be, who God's called me to be, who to who this person is wanting me to be. Mm-hmm. And, um, com- and that ultimately completely changes the trajectory of the Lord's plan for you mm-hmm. because you're not following his plan. You're following this person's plan or yeah. the your sports plan. Um, yeah. Cause I know, like, like I said, with soccer, I ended up um, the, um, tearing my ACL meniscus ended up changing the course of um, the Lord's plan for me. Well, not the Lord's plan, but the plan that I have for myself. I wanted to go play soccer in college, and um, it ended up taking soccer away. Uh, had me realize that, or made me realize that soccer wasn't something that needed to be in my future anymore. And so after senior year, I ended up quitting, and I've been able to devote myself more to school more towards school and I have to worry about soccer stressing me out even more than school already does yeah. itself so and focusing on God too yeah. you know because there's some people forget we pile all these things on us and it can become our identity and we forget like there's time for God too mm-hmm. um but yeah that's a whole whole different <laughs> podcast but I guess we can go ahead and move into the second one if you want to read that one yes so our second point is figuring out what you want mm-hmm. um I think for this one, okay, so Manali was laughing at me earlier because, and you guys don't judge, but sometimes I listen to TED Talks for fun. I know we have to watch those in school, but guess what? I'm not one kid that actually enjoys listening to them, but I was listening to one the other day, and it was saying, um, it wasn't necessarily from a Christian standpoint, but I kind of just um, listened and kind of compared it to my life and in a, a spiritual standpoint, but he was talking about figuring out what you want. Um in a relationship with either your boyfriend or girlfriend or with your parents or maybe it's a sibling or um, a best friend or whoever and it's like you know because sometimes those can cause like hurt and pain but you have to figure out like what is it that you wanted to get out of this like what is it that you wanted and it was like it could either be security it could be love or to be cared about or be a priority or whatever and you take that you take that want or you take that need and you give it to God. And once you keep um, persistently praying like, God, I want my security to be found in you. I want my priority to be you. I want my love to be found in you. I want all of this to be found in you. And once you keep praying that and once you figure, figure out what you want and you bring it to God, God is going to form your life around that. He is going to take that need into consideration and he is going to make sure that your security and your love and your hope is all found in him. And, um, but it does have to, you do have to figure out like 
what it is that you want. Because what causes us hurt? What causes us pain? It's whenever like a need or or whatever or a want of ours isn't met. Well, it's like what what need or want wasn't met? Well, take it, figure it out, and give it to God. And I know it's like, well, that's like relationship advice, whatever. No, I mean, like comparing it to your identity. I mean, sometimes those feelings um, or that emotional baggage or whatever, sometimes that can become our identity too. We get so wrapped up in our feelings and we get so wrapped up in like all of these things that are, are on selfish wants or desires. And that becomes our identity because we're trying to figure out in life, how do we get what we want? How do we get what we need? When all we have to do is bring it to God. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Um, as embarrassing as it might be for you to have watched that TED Talk and to admit it on here. <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> um, it, that is a really great point. Uh, it's a really practical way to, I mean, obviously it's not as easy as it said, no, as yeah. it is saying it, yeah. but um, it is a very easy and visual way to um find things like security and love and how to hand it over to God and what to do while you're handing it over to God. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah. I, I think that's a really great point. Yeah. Um, I guess um, going on, moving to the next one is um, keeping an open mind to opportunities. So do you want to go first on this one? Yeah. Okay. Um, so whenever you are on the search for your identity, um, God's going to open many, many doors for you, or I don't want to say many, many doors, but he's going to open a few doors for you. <laughs> um, especially if you're actively praying for, um, you have to pray for it. You have to pray for opportunity. Yes. To pray for it. opportunity and, uh, just praying to find your purpose in general. Um, and in that process, you need to make sure you have an open mind because in, in the grand scheme of things, things, (laughs) God's going to be opening doors for you to walk through. And, um, if you're having a closed mind and you're not open to what God really has for you, um, you're going to miss those opportunities. Mm -hmm. And, um, that's something that I think me and Hannah can both attest to happening to both of us is just like having your mind dead set on a plan that isn't for you Mm -hmm. and missing so many great things that God could have taught you along the way and learning that in the hard way rather than listening to what God told you to to begin with um you're missing opportunities yeah and it's so so easy to miss opportunities and it's like sometimes we have that like fear that holds us back because usually usually that's what it is Mm -hmm. most of the time is fear holds us back into taking those opportunities because it is in those opportunities that God might be trying to show you what your purpose is through Mm -hmm. that opportunity. Like, um, I guess going back to what we were talking about in high school and senior year, we had to job shadow and I was like 100% set on, um, being a high school principal is what I wanted to do. And one, I would get run over if I was a high school principal. Okay, I can go ahead and admit that. I'm not strong enough for that. So props to all our principals out there. They have a tough job. But I went and I job shadowed one and I just did not like it. I was like, I do not want to do this. This is not my purpose. This isn't what I want to do. And it was in that opportunity that I remember sitting there in a classroom because, you know, that's what principals do. They sit there and they observe. And I was in an English class and I was watching this English teacher and she was teaching. And I just sat there in the back of my mind. I was like, you know, I, I would rather be teaching than than sitting here and being the principal. Like, 
I, I would rather teach. I would rather teach children. And like, that was like God trying to whisper to me, like, this is your purpose. Like, this is what, you know, I'm trying to show you. And, you know, I haven't really looked back on that until now, but you know, God, and when you look back, God is showing you through those opportunities, like, Hey, this sparked interest in you. Like, maybe you need to go this way. Um, or like a, um, something that kind of makes me happy seeing in like another person is like, um, well, I guess you could, you could say it too now, like for your mom, but, um, but for my mom, I know that for a little while she struggled because she was in a season of life where she thought she would be, I guess, in a different place as she was now, like her circumstances, we'd be different. Um, you know, we thought, you know, like our family might have grown a little bit, but it hasn't. And, you know, God's just saying like, wait on that. Like, don't, you know, don't rush things that aren't in my timing or whatever. And, you know, she kind of, I think, struggled a little bit with um, figuring out what her purpose is because my mom, she's been a stay-at-home mom all her life, and she's tended to mine and my sister's needs all the, and my dad, like, all the days of her life, you know. Mm -hmm. And I think maybe in a sense, like, she kind of forgot, like, that was a role that she had to film but not her purpose or her identity. Well, then she got an opportunity to serve and it was in a community of this group of women who get to serve and who get to do things for the community. And that like, when I tell you like the light in her eyes, like when she lit up, like I have never heard her complain about it ever. Like she loves to do that. She loves to be able to do that and to have that opportunity and serve. And I think it was because she found a new sense of purpose, a new sense of identity and getting to share that with Mm -hmm. others and it's been it's been so good for her but it's like if she had not taken that opportunity and she had not maybe been praying for that opportunity then you know that would have never came so it was just um but yeah it's just cool to see that yeah and how god works in other people's lives yeah i agree with that that's my mom's the same way she's served my sister and my dad for all of her days as well and um, with me and my little sister growing up and uh, she, my little sister's about to start driving like everything is kind of going away from my mom and mm-hmm. so for her to have the opportunity to have tried out and uh, made this or got into this community of women um, and being able to serve others it's been really good for her and um, has like you said given her a new sense of purpose and um, I think both of our moms have a purpose to serve yeah. um, others. Like that's just how God created them to be, and so um, they are perfect testimonies to like you know God's gonna take all those things away, and in those taking away, in the process of Him taking that <laughs> stuff away, He's gonna open new doors. You just have to be brave enough to take them whenever yes, they're open. Yes, and that um, being brave enough is half the battle because yes. that's a struggle. You know, because it's like, what do you have to lose? Like, oh, well, this opportunity didn't work out. Like, okay, whatever. It didn't work out. Try something else, you know, and just, um, and sometimes it takes waiting and me and Manali can attest, we are not the best at just sitting and waiting. We want to just, okay, let's just let it get better. Like, let's just keep going. And God is saying, Hey, and you know, you can attest to the saying, be still because (laughs) Manali heard that for a while. And now I think I'm kind of hearing it too. Like, just be still, be in my presence, be in the moment. It's okay. I will provide when I see fit. So Mm -hmm. just remembering that. Um, And then, okay, going ahead and moving to the last point that we have. We have practicing and nourishing. So, um, of course, with finding your identity and purpose, um, I guess once you've found it, or even if you haven't found it yet, it's going to take persistent um, practicing, um, practicing and nourishing like 
how to do that. So it takes like, I guess what I mean by that is like, it's going to take, you know, constant prayer because you are going to deal with like spiritual warfare and that like the devil is going to get in your head and say lies to you that, hey, this isn't your purpose. Oh, hey, remember when you thought that you were going to be here? Don't you miss that? Don't, don't you miss when your identity was found in this person or in this thing or whatever? Don't you miss that? And it's going to take constant prayer. It's going to take reading your Bible every day. There was, um, I was listening to Sadie Robertson's podcast the other day and I think it was maybe Jeannie Allen that said this. If it's not, I'm very sorry, but somebody said it and it was um, really good. But it was like, you should um, never go a day without opening your Bible, whether it is to read a verse, whether it's to read a chapter, whatever it is. Um, and Sadie said that her husband had encouraged her to keep her Bible by her bed. That way, either as soon as she wakes up in the morning, um, she can read either a verse or a chapter, or as soon as she goes to bed, she can see it on her nightstand and say, oh, I need to, like, read my Bible today. You have to feed your soul, um, you know, feeding your soul spiritually. That is such an important thing that we don't really realize until we get older because we have lots of battles that we have to fight that we cannot do alone or even on our own at all. You know, it's all God, and um, that takes feeding your soul. It takes reading the Bible to kind of um, get those thoughts to go away or those feelings or whatever, um, but that's going to take nourishing, and that comes with if you want to write down your prayer, if you want to, um, you know, start um, a devotional or whatever, and I do want to say I, I don't really think, because sometimes it's easy to replace reading the Bible with reading a devotional, and sometimes, like, yes, that can be good, but I do think, like, you really need to open the Bible and open the Word of God um, to really get that, um, I guess, like, what is it? Uh, Fulfillment? Fulfi I don't know, like, <laughs> being spiritually fed, I don't know. Um, I just think, like, you just need to open the physical you know, word of God, um, but also still read your devotionals because those are great. Those really are. But I think it takes in order to nourish, like you have to open the word of God. Yeah. Well, I think devotionals aren't meant to be like, like how Substitute, the Bible is, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, I think practicing in, um, like making sure you're reading the Bible and reading a devotional or, and, or both <laughs> reading your Bible and, or a devotional, um, I think is really important and reassuring um, not only, you know, what God says is true, but also what he says is true about you because, you know, God can, I mean, the devil can feed on those lies that, mm -hmm. you know, maybe you're not good enough to be fulfilling this position at your workplace or this position on the field or whatever. But um, also making sure, like, if you know that you're, like, for our moms, um, and it's not always as easy said than done, done. Yeah. but um like my mom's purpose a lot of times is to serve and I think she's learned that but it, and once you learn that um your purpose is to serve don't shy away from fulfilling that if that mm -hmm. makes sense and like being a light. practicing that that purpose to yeah. serve you know if um because each of us have uh, individual identity and it's unique to all of us and you know just because both of our moms purpose is to serve doesn't mean they're going to serve in the same way yeah like you know you can be more bold and outgoing with your serving or you can mm -hmm. be more uh, reserved and quiet with it and the, so um yeah and the background of it too like that those are sometimes like the most important people the ones who work behind the scenes to mm -hmm. get everything up and going so exactly yeah so um if 
you know, there or when there comes a day that God reveals your purpose to you, don't shy away from fulfilling it mm-hmm. and um, practicing it in any way that he can. Because at the end of the day, he's still going to op- open opportunities for you to fulfill that purpose as well. It doesn't just stop once you find your identity. You've got to f- or, you know, fulfill it by pursuing it yeah. in church or in your workplace or on the field, whatever mm-hmm. the Lord's leading you to fulfill that. Um, I agree. That was good. That was um that was our last point that we had to share, and I think this is gonna be a really long episode. I say that every single <laughs> episode. Maybe they just keep getting longer and longer. I don't know. I never know until I edit it. But there is one last thing that I wanted to do because I feel like it would be good to incorporate. But I was gonna ask, like, what is something that God has been teaching you lately? You know, just to kind of close us out and everything. Mm. That's a good question. Because I know, like, for me. Um, I had a moment yesterday where lately, like I told, I've been saying like, God, I want to be able to be more abundant, like in my school life. Like I want to be, I want to be able to enjoy it more, not like for the satisfaction of myself, but I need to have a more positive outlook on school and people. And there was actually, I was, on, I don't think I told you this, but I was on my Zoom class yesterday for um, Spanish. And there's this girl, she was in my Spanish class last semester, and we always got paired up. I don't know why the teacher paired us up always, but she's always been my partner. And I always thought she was just kind of, kind of aggressive, like I kind of had a negative outlook on her, I guess. And I always thought, like, you know, she can be kind of rude. And, I, you know, I thought we were the same age, you know, because she was a sophomore. I was like, oh, yeah, like, I'm a junior, like, we're around the same, you know, kind of season of life or whatever but we just never really went deeper than that until yesterday I was so mad because our teacher we actually had to do something in this class and it required us to talk to each other like to get to know each other to answer a question in Spanish (laughs) and so we answered it and the question was what was your favorite song when you were nine and um I said love story by Taylor Swift because I was obsessed (laughs) with that song and I was a Swifty even at nine years old and um this girl was telling me, she was like, I don't know, I like this song by the Backstreet Boys, but I also like this song, and I was like, oh, okay, girl, like, I like it, you know, like an old song, whatever, and she was like, well, um, I was nine in 1998, so, and I was like, what? I know, and I said, wait, I'm, I'm sorry, like, how old are you? She said, I'm 33, and I was like, 33? I was like, <laughs> I thought me and you were the same age, I was like, and I, at first, I was like, oh my gosh, I hope that didn't come across as rude, but I was really surprised, like, she looks fantastic for a 33 year old first of all because I literally thought we were both 19 year olds um and I kind of got to know her and she was telling me she was pursuing a degree in social work and she'd actually served in the air force for eight years and um you know she was just telling me about like um you know where she's at in life like why she's pursuing these things and I have a totally new outlook on her now because I got to know her story and I felt like God was teaching me like don't basically like don't judge a book by its cover like maybe she was kind of aggressive because she was you know she's been like the air force you know like they're strict like you have to you know and so I was like she's not like a mean person she's just had lots of life experiences and I can only imagine what you know God has shown her through her journey and so it was like now like me and her kind of became good friends through that so um just because I kind of got to know her story a little bit and it was awesome so I guess I think that's what God's kind of teaching me is like get to know people and their story before you kind of judge who they are because everybody has a reason behind who they are you know and why they're that way yeah that's very true that's always a good lesson to learn yeah um I think mine would be that um you know, there are times where I can get very caught up in placing my identity and my worth in how well I perform at school Same. and um, how 
my mood can change in a second if I get a bad grade or a good grade in um, the grade book. And so I think, um, you know, God's just been kind of teaching me and reminding me of where my worth come from, comes from and it's not how well I'm performing in school or what my GPA looks like or how fast I get through my degree. It's going to be found in Him regardless of how fast or slow I graduate or how well I do in school um, because He is more solid than a degree or uh, grades. Yeah, that's all. That yeah. I have to say. And it's, uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, so that's I don't know if that's what God's been teaching us lately. I thought that would be good to share because you know we struggle all the time and we're struggling with you guys. <laughs> and I know that's weird to say, but it's just like we are. We're learning from this. Like these conversations that Manali and I have with each other are so helpful towards us and our faith too. And we hope that we can just kind of like share that with you guys and we can all be in this journey together. So yeah. yeah. All right, we'll go ahead and wrap it up there. Bye guys. Bye. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode today. And if you liked it, please be sure to subscribe to us and follow us on social media. Our Instagram is at Through Faith Podcast and everything will be linked down below. And if you have any questions or episode ideas that you'd like to hear from us, please be sure to email us and I'll also link that down in the description below. Bye guys.